0: sitting down uh, with Livingston Academy uh, head dance team coach, which sounds like a mouthful, uh, but we're with Ella Ella Copton. See, I knew I would try to throw an L in there, Ella. I knew I would. For some reason, knew that was going to happen. First and foremost, just thank you so much uh, for sitting down with me today. And uh, before we get into any specifics, just kind of the simple question of how did you get involved with dance team, with dance Uh, here uh, in the UC?
1: That was a great question. So growing up, I did dance. I danced everywhere I could. I did a lot of different studios and got a bunch of different um, training that I really enjoyed. And then my senior year, I was on the dance team at CHS. And I absolutely loved that. And I was like, where has this been all my life? Um, Because honestly, I didn't really know about it considering i did dance in studios Mm -hmm. but i didn't really know about you know dance teams at schools and so i was like okay senior year you know done and over why don't i do a dance team why don't i start a dance team why not you know uh so i did and i started a dance team at prescott south middle school and us prescott south middle school and all good middle school we were the first two middle schools in putnam county to have a middle school dance team So I did that. And then I was like, I'm going to start doing choreography. I did choreography for some college productions, for some middle school productions here and there. I taught at a studio and then I reached out to Livingston Academy and I was like, hey, if you need any choreography services or anything, you know, for UDA camp or anything like that, just let me know. Um, And they reached back out and they were like, yes, please. (laughs) And I was like, Okay, let's do it. So I went in, and I did their home routine choreography, which is a one-minute routine that they take to a camp that a bunch of other dance teams go to. So it's kind of intense. you know. <laughs> just you, a little. Just a little. You want it to be just a little good, you know?
0: So <laughs> <laughs> only a, only yeah. a little.
1: <laughs> uh, so I did that, and it was like a week before camp, and the current coach of the Spirit Squad, she was doing cheer and dance. She mm. was like, hey, I'm not going to be here. Uh, next year. So what do you think about coaching? And I was like, you know what? I've wanted to do a high school dancing for so long. I have middle school under my belt, but let's do high school. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So week before camp, I jumped on and here we are.
0: <laughs> here we are. Absolutely. Yes. What does having middle school programs do for a high school program as somebody who started the two here in putnam county and obviously now you're coaching at the high school level what does a middle school program do for a high school dance team
1: oh my gosh it i mean just as you have you know basketball programs football everything it is a feeder program into the high schools Mm -hmm. and i am so glad that we now have dance teams at every middle school because it is so helpful when they get to the high school Number one, they know about it. Number two, they have the training. They've been to football games. You know, they've been doing sideline. They've been doing all these specific movements that you have to have to be on a dance team, and they have experience with that. It's just, it's perfect.
0: You mentioned the training, the different movements. Walk walk me through that, right? Mm -hmm. I'm somebody, as as I mentioned kind of before we got started, I grew up with a sister who is an incredible dancer, loves dance, still doing it to this day, but she never did dance team. Mm -hmm. She did ballet and jazz and tap and all the stuff that I'm sure plays into this. But what is the difference? What are the specific things about dance team and dance competition that don't play into or come from some of those other disciplines?
1: So when you have, you have studio dance and that can be anything. That can be contemporary, jazz, lyrical, ballet. I mean, you got everything. (laughs) But when you get into dance team, it's very modernized for Mm. schools, for the general population who's watching. You know, as a dance team, we're not going to go out there and do a point routine because (laughs) not not. not everyone has those skills and, you know, it's not going to go over very well for the audience. (laughs) So, (laughs) Yeah. So, um what happened is we took jazz dance that was in studios and we put it for dance teams. So we we call it palm. You have pom poms in your hand, but the style is jazz pretty much. Um and then, you know, you have the palm like palm arms, so you know we have touchdown, high V, (laughs) low V, all that stuff. Heck yeah. Those arms and um it's just a easier way to call these moves that we've taken from the jazz style. And then at competition, you have hip hop, you have jazz, which this is where it gets interesting. Mm-hmm. You have hip hop, jazz, palm, and kick. So when I say jazz for competition, it's not the jazz palm, it's lyrical jazz. It's a whole thing. Ooh. Yeah, it's a whole thing. But um, yeah, so when you're seeing a dance team perform at like a pep rally or on the sidelines, they're doing either palm or hip hop, basically so
0: okay so palm and jazz we've Mm -hmm. broken down a little bit i get that uh hip-hop feels pretty self-explanatory as to what that is what what is game day and Mm -hmm. and i have to add a word to this one what in the world is kick
1: yeah (laughs) okay so game day is a specific category of competition that is taking what you do during the season during football season basketball season and it's putting it in a judged category so for these dance team companies, they have an outline of what they want you to do. So they say, okay, you have to do uh, your fight song first. Then sure. you have to do your si- one of your sideline routines second. Then you have to do your halftime routine. And in between all of that, you also have to find a way to transition that's very uniform oh. and very crowd engaging. Okay. So we don't get bored, basically. Yes. So they have, you know all these requirements and then they are judging you based on specific things such as like quality of movement and crowd engagement and technique and everything so that's game day
0: okay and kick Kick, what is kick? i mean i can assume like there's probably lots of kicking oh yes lots of kicking yes
1: it is literally kicking so it's i mean you have to have like I think it's a minimum of 55 kicks.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
1: 55 kicks. So the leg has to extend 55 times. The minimum. quad work. Okay. Oh, whew, don't even get me into that. <laughs> yeah, so 55 kicks and um, like if, if you go on YouTube, whatever, and <laughs> look up a kick routine, you'll see a bunch of kick lines. And it's just how, how many different ways can we kick, basically, in a routine. So, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll start with since we're breaking down the the different things in a competition. Yeah. Let's start with competition season and work our way through here cuz a lot of people probably don't realize the the breakdown that mm. that comes with this so October through February yeah. is competition season. Correct. What does that entail?
1: So, we pick out the competitions that we want to go to and um, we stick to three local competitions since we're in Cookville or Livingston Cookville area. Um, It's a great area because we're an hour, an hour and a half from this place and this place and this place. And so we can choose between Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga and be absolutely set. So we choose whatever competitions we want to go to. And then we have to look at what the requirements are for each competition, what category we're going to be in what fits best for our team at those competitions, who our competition is going to be, and mm-hmm. how we are going to work with that, and you know what our strategies are and strengths and weaknesses and everything. So we take everything that we do during football or basketball season and we put it towards competition. So, yeah.
0: January through March, preseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is that for the girls? Mm-hmm. What is that for you as a coach?
1: So for the girls – I don't see them mm-hmm. from January to March, so that is all on their own. I do a lot of coaching from the sidelines, <laughs> uh, air quotes from the uh-huh, sidelines. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> I'm like, "Hey guys, you've been stretching, you know, you've been working out. How we doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, making sure that they're ready. And they work on skills, they work on technique, they work on anything that they need to, anything that they want to be good at during the season. The preseason is what mm. they, you know, they're working on. For me, I am literally planning out the whole season. <laughs> like this is crunch time, you know, what's our team fees going to be? What competitions are we going to go to? What games are we going to? What is our like look as a team going to be this year because it can change each year, you know, depending on who you have on the team. So.
0: Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Training season, March to July. I'm reading some of these notes that you were kind enough uh, to put in front of me, 20 minutes of cardio, 15 minutes yep. of weight training, uh, yep. four times a week for two months. Mm-hmm. I, w- w- that sounds intense.
1: Yeah. Well, let's get this straight. I am uh, a little crazy when it comes to training. I'm not nice, uh, to say the <laughs> least. Uh, it's very hard to find someone like me who cares enough to give them this much preparation. Um, but if you think about it, dance is cardio, you mm-hmm. know? So if you... Ha- if you can have the stamina to run for a mile, say seventeen minutes, you know it's a slow mile, but we're gonna say seventeen minutes, <laughs> sure, <'cause, laughs> sure. Um, but if you have the stamina to do that, then you have the stamina to perform a two-minute thirty-second routine because it's straight cardio. Then you add the weight training, the quads for the kicks. Oh yes, you know those quads—they got to be ready. <laughs> they got to be strong. The arms to every single palm movement, of course, is above using the lats and everything so we have to have the strength to be able to for two minutes and 30 seconds use our arms that much so yeah
0: so what it sounds to me like is that it, it, these are athletes. I mean, th- these oh, they are yes. not. This is not just join the dance team, or this is something I'm doing on the side. Like mm-hmm. this is a sport. This is a- these are athletes. Yeah. What do you say to to people that you know kind of feel like oh, you know, cheerleading and dance mm-hmm. and those things? They're not a sport. You don't really have to be an athlete right. to say give me an A and give me a C, or <laughs> I guess in this case, you know, give me an L and give me an A.
1: Yes. Um. Here's the thing. So, ugh, the dance team industry mm-hmm. is thriving right now. Um, 20 years ago, we were not as established. <laughs> sure. So, I can completely understand how some people may look at some routines and be like, oh, you know, I could do that, whatever. <laughs> sure, sure Betty. Sure, sure, sure you can. Sure you can. Try and remember all those positions. Just, mm-hmm. I'll let you. But anyways, um, it, I can totally understand it. There are, however, many aspects of dance that are extremely athletic. It's all about technique. It's all about precision. It's all about art. I mean, it's I call them artistic athletes, and that's yeah. actually my logo for my studio. But um, they are very artistic athletes, meaning that they have the ability to understand emotion and convey to an audience, but also they are athletic, period.
0: As somebody who, obviously, I'm assuming it wasn't that long ago that you really fell in love with this and got involved, mm-hmm. but now you're calling it a thriving industry. What What about right now in the dance team area mm-hmm. is
1: thriving? Well, I mean, I, I know so many people like that don't know dance or weren't involved in dance. They come up to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I saw this routine on TikTok or Instagram or Facebook and... Oh, it was so good. It was at like this thing called Nationals, whatever. And I'm like, yep, yep. But it's come so far in that everyone wants to be a part of it because they realize how amazing it is and how awesome it is to be able to dance. And it's, you know, we have so many dance competition companies and studios and all around the world. And it's just one of those things where I feel like it's really thriving right now, you know? So.
0: It's on its way up and up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Look, March through July is the largest uh, set of months here. So I think it's right. We stay inside training season for at least one more question. And I say that because, uh, and you even put it in in, in parentheses here, which I love, uh, (laughs) watches film. Yes. Watches film of them dancing once a week. You got to walk me through that. What, I mean, not just why do you do it, but when you're watching what are you looking for right mm. i know what you're looking for in basketball or football or what are you guys looking for when you watch film
1: yeah so my dancers who might be listening to this right now they're like Yep, yeah we know we sat there and watched my, me kick the wrong foot over and over and over again and i'm like yeah you did <laughs> but so what we do is we record the end product of whatever practice we have or the game so if they perform a halftime during the game. Someone records it, and then the next day we come in and we watch it, and I put it in slow motion. I, you know, look, was your foot pointed at this spot? Was your arm in the right degree in on this count? Did everyone transition correctly? Is everyone's face looking on count number two instead of count number three? And, you know, so it's, um, it's one of those things that, like, not many people think would be applicable to mm-hmm. dancers, but it is. And... I think that that's helped us so much. I mean, I could go on and on about that. But, you know, when you're watching football or basketball, you're looking for, like, strategies and stuff yep. and how the other team plays. That's how we play. That's our that's our way of having the leg up in competition is how well did we analyze ourselves and how well did we improve from analyzing that.
0: So you work your tails off. You power through training season. Here's football. Mm-hmm. Football season is upon us. August through November you practice in the heat in your uniforms to prepare for games. Mm-hmm. You stream previous games and have a mock game yes. uh, at, you know what tryouts where you prepare for th- what is the preparation for football season like and then obviously uh, what during the season are you guys really putting an emphasis on?
1: So we can sit here and practice sidelines all day and sidelines being the routines that we do on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Um we can do that all day. You know, we can go over the counts, we can do it with music over and over again, but what happens is when we're in the game and the song comes on, they have I don't know, 8 seconds to know which dance goes with that song. <laughs> so what we like to do is I will go on YouTube and I'll search up, you know, high school football game playoff, whatever, and I'll put it on the Promethean board and then they will act as if they are the dance team at that game. So I'll press play on whatever song, you know, if there's a touchdown, we'll play the fight song. So it really helps them prepare for what it's going to be like when they're on the sidelines because you, I mean, you can't prepare for that in any other way.
0: No, I mean you. You even put on here. Uh, all routines and music cues are not random. They're planned out based on what's happening and how the crowd is reacting to certain situations. So who's yeah. who's is that you controlling that, or who's who's controlling that at any given moment? We have a chance to put the dance team on display. Mm-hmm. What are we going with in what situation?
1: Yeah. So <clears throat> I have like a list of like okay, if we if it's third down. We want to get the crowd, if we're third down on offense, you mm-hmm. know, we want to keep the crowd excited because things not might not be going as well. So what's a song that we can play that might focus them on that instead of what's happening, you know? Or if it's third down on, and we're on defense, that's great, you know? Like, what's a really hype song that we can play that everyone gets really excited for? So it's not like we're just shuffling <laughs> the playlist <laughs> and nah. just whatever, you know, um, and then there's other things like if there's a song that has a spell out in it, like L.A. Cats, we want to do that if we're up, you know, in the third quarter and you know it's time to celebrate and everything. So,
0: absolutely, uh, twenty-three routines mm-hmm. for football and basketball season, but concentrating on football.
1: There's a whole lot
0: else going on here. We got yeah. cheerleaders, we got a football team, we've got yeah. you know, administer. I mean, all these different things. How do you work with the various other? Organizations and and teams and and such there at LA be it cheer football whoever.
1: That's a great question because so many times that's you know I'm in all these Facebook groups for <laughs> aren't dance we team all. coaches right? Aren't <laughs> yeah. we all
0: in a bunch? Aren't we in way too many Facebook Unfortunately, groups? Unfortunately, but yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and they always post and they're like, you know, I had a run in with the band director and he was so mad and blah blah blah. And I'm like, geez, you know, I'm so lucky because the cheer coach at Livingston and the band director and the football coaches, all of them and everybody, they really want to work together to make it an experience. And so you have to be able to understand that everyone has a part and your part is not as important. It's not more important. It's as important as everyone else. So when you work together with them to make that whole experience successful, then you really get the quality product that you want.
0: The transition now from football Mm -hmm. to basketball. What is that transition like for you guys as a team? And obviously what's just plainly different during basketball season besides the fact that you go from being outside to being indoors?
1: Thankfully. Uh
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's what everyone says, actually.
1: So actually last season we did not get to do basketball season Mm -hmm. because we were so focused on entering competition because i would never done competition before. So, from experience with my other dance, my Prescott dance team, what happens is basketball. I mean, you're in whatever arena you're given, and so you have to adjust to that. Versus football, you know, every home game, this is how much space we have, et cetera, et cetera. But when you go to a basketball court, it's so much smaller, and Mm -hmm. so you have to really adjust not only how many kids you have on the court at the time, but also how. How you look, how we look during halftime or timeouts for football versus basketball. So for football, we have people all the way at the top of the stand who we look like little ants, you know, (laughs) but then basketball, you can see facial expressions, you can see the energy, all that kind of stuff. So not only are we having to adjust what our um, repertoire is, but also like how we are performing.
0: So what is for you the the bis- biggest difference between the two and I'm going to ask the crazy question. Yeah. Does Ella prefer football or basketball?
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh trick question competition. No, get it. Oh,
0: hey, no, that's a valid answer. That's a valid answer. I would answer. say
1: um there's this funny quote it's like born to football, forced to basketball, but <laughs> <There> <laughs> I I do love football. Football just no hate to basketball. I love basketball too, but football, but. there's a specific... It's summer, you know, you're outside, the sun's shining, that kind of vibe. And But basketball is so special because it's so intense, and that's <laughs> what I love about it. I love the intensity of basketball games. Um, what was the first part of the question?
0: Oh, you're fine. It just oh. was simply, uh, you know, for you guys, what's the biggest difference between the two? Like, for the team, mm. what do you think is the biggest difference?
1: I think... For football, you have a larger audience, Mm -hmm. and so you get all different types of reactions, you know, like people walking past you and, (laughs) you know, after the game, before the game. And then basketball, it really feels more like a community because there's a difference in the crowd size. So that's the biggest difference for the team, I think.
0: As somebody who grew up around a, a dancer of a certain type at least, the surfaces, walk mm-hmm. me through the difference in performing on all these different – because I'm, I'm thinking about a court versus grass versus yeah. probably you know the track or padding that you're on. What's the difference for you and your team uh, with each different surface that you end up performing on?
1: Yeah, well, here's the thing. Sometimes we get to away games specifically for football season and there's, you know, mud everywhere uh-huh. and mm-hmm. it's like oh we have these beautiful 32 dollars sparkly shoes that <laughs> yep. we love and we don't want to replace after this game so what do we do then um we have to adjust our skills so if i have a double pirouette in my sideline routine which is a turn um <laughs> if i have a love that yeah yep, if i have a little fast little turn in my routine on one leg i can't really do that in the mud no so you know right before the game i'm like hey double pirouette market you know if you have a firebird or a which is a leap don't go too hard because i don't want you to <laughs> sprain your ankle or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah um it's it's a tricky thing but it's also one of those things where like it translates to competition season because you could get to competition and the size of the Uh, performance floor that you're performing on is not the same that you thought it was so you have to adjust so it's just everything works out and it's fine
0: (laughs) so we've talked a lot about how physical this this can be being on the dance scene but i'm starting to realize just how mentally Mm. strong and prepared these these uh young people have to be how much of this is just mental having to be able to adjust and remember all the routines and instantly recognize a piece of music and know where you're going what you're doing Mm -hmm. how much of this comes down to just the mental aspect
1: oh my gosh like 80 percent is mental of (laughs) everything and that's like when it comes down to remember remembering everything remembering the routines the songs the this the that it becomes second nature if you get the hang of it so and that's something that we really look for in auditions and tryouts is if you can be confident enough for those two minutes that you have to try out in front of the judges with your little routine, then you can do it for a whole season. You know, like if you have the confidence and you can get over that that hump that you have, then you can work through it for a whole season, you know, so...
0: Speaking of tryouts, those are uh, fast approaching. If yes. we're honest, I mean, yeah. a m- about a month and a half, I think it is. Yeah. You guys will be having those prior to tryouts. There is, I believe, a parent meeting mm-hmm. uh, that you discuss. So, what is if I'm interested? I'm a parent, or maybe I'm the kid trying to talk to my parents about getting yeah. involved. When is the when is the meeting? And kind of what is the purpose of the meeting?
1: So, on March 24th at the Livingston Academy Gym, from 3 to 5, we will have a clinic, and this clinic is where you will learn what you're going to do Mm, at tryouts. Okay. So, I'm... I'm a big person on knowing what you're doing before you show up to the tryouts. So we have these clinics so that way they can prepare and they know what they're walking into. You can learn all the material they possibly need. And then from five to six, we have a parent meeting. And so parents can come in and learn about the dance team, the season, any questions that they have that they need to ask. You know, we'll talk about team fees and what Mm. the schedule looks like, all those big questions that they might have. And then we have tryouts on March 25th and 26th from 3 to 5 in the gym.
0: Okay, I want to try out for the the LA dance team. I've showed up to the clinic. I've learned everything there. Mm-hmm. What else, if anything else, do I need to bring with me, No, have, anything for tryouts?
1: So we ask that you wear all black athletic clothes, so like a tank top, leggings, shorts, And then have your hair secured back, bring a water bottle, have all the forms filled out, make sure that you have your physical, um, that you have a copy of your grades, and come with a big smiling face, ready to learn and ready to try out.
0: Sounds like you're all about smiles and positivity as well. You seem to, you come (laughs) off with that very like, we're all going to enjoy this experience vibe.
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I try.
0: (laughs) You mentioned pretty early on the, the different training that you had growing up mm-hmm. uh, and kind of entering this world as a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. How beneficial was that? And how much do you sort of promote that for girls on your team or girls who might want to join the team to, to go out and seek different trainings, different studios, uh, di- different disciplines, things like that?
1: Yes. So I am the biggest advocate for getting in dance classes Or if you maybe can't afford dance classes or you don't have the accessibility to it, YouTube and online classes are your biggest friend. So there is nothing stopping you from going on YouTube and looking up how to do a pirouette. Um, But there's just so many good opportunities in the Upper Cumberland for dance training. And there's so many dance teams that have clinics that you can go to and pay a one-time fee and be and learn a new routine, a new skill at those clinics for 4 hours. So, it's a huge huge resource and anyone who's interested in dance, maybe you're already, you know, in the thick of it, go out, get some more training, find different opportunities and you will be so much better.
0: You obviously talked about as well, getting to join the dance team at Cookville High School as a senior, grew up here. You're obviously super connected here in the community. What does it mean to you to see Putnam County and then obviously the UC as a whole extending into Overton, uh, really starting to engage with dance and dance teams?
1: I... I'm so grateful that I think back to when I first reached out to Livingston Academy, and I had no idea what would come of it. You know, it's just one of those things where you're like, oh, you know, I'll try this. And I'm just so grateful because I meet so many of these kids who are like, oh, I'm obsessed with dance. You know, I love to perform, all this stuff, but I never feel like I got the right training or something like that and I'm like this is you know this is why I'm here and I just love where we're at in the community right now that so many people are interested in it so many people want to do it, have a passion for it because this is my passion like dance is my life so being able to share it with so many people and everyone in the community is just one of the biggest blessings.
0: You're from Putnam County. Mm-hmm. You're a Cookville High School graduate. Yes. But you're the head coach of the dance team at <laughs> yeah. Livingston Academy.
1: I know, I know.
0: I'm going to, I'm <laughs> going to, I got to ask, is there, is there, are you a, are you a wildcat? Are you a, are well, you a, are you a cavalier? Like, what are we, what are we here Well, Miss?
1: I will throw you for the loop oh, and tell you bring it that on. I also choreographed for the upperman high school dance team. oh man <laughs> so, i you realize, am everywhere <laughs> you
0: realize all three of those are not especially
1: yeah upperman yeah. is
0: the yeah, anyway yeah.
1: But yeah how does that yeah how's that work how's that go well i at first when <laughs> i went to livingston games i was like i don't know about this y'all you know i can coach the dance team but i'm not a wildcat and by the end of the season i was doing hog Eye with them so <laughs> <laughs> that's how that went
0: well, that certainly makes me have to ask the question. And each place is special, and we'll discuss each. Mm-hmm. Um, but what makes Livingston Academy special to you? What makes Hawkeye LA such a special place?
1: It's so special because, I mean, like I said, the community is so amazing. And when I came in, I didn't know anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a single soul from Livingston, <laughs> Tennessee. And by the end of like the first month, there were so many people that were like, hey, if you need any help, you know, if you need any resources, if you ever have any questions, like it, people are just there to help each other. And I love that. And I also love that, like on a Friday night, there's nowhere else that anyone would rather be <laughs> than at a football game. So
0: <laughs> that is certainly a fact as somebody yes. who obviously grew up and was on the dance team as a senior and now uh, it stays involved. What to you makes Cookville such a unique place, uh, you know, here in Putnam County and across the UC.
1: Cookville is so amazing because you don't realize how many professionals there are. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will say, like, just in the Cookville high school staff. And I am so thankful that I went to CHS because I was trained so well. And, I, like, I mean, we're talking now, you know, like, that's one of those things that, like, I wouldn't have even thought to go out and reach out and do a radio interview if it wasn't for the experiences that I had at c h s and everyone there like i mean you know I met my best friends there, and I have all these people that I graduated with <laughs> like you just it's it's highly recommend <laughs> to say the least,
0: so what came after Cookville for ella uh for for you coach? And uh, Compton, there we go. I wanted to see, I wanted to throw an L in there again, and I knew I was wrong. It's okay. Um, What came next for you after Cookville, and how did you sort of cycle back around to being right back here in Putnam County, involved middle schools, high schools?
1: So, after I graduated during COVID, the height Mm, of COVID, 2020, yeah, yeah, and it really shaped what I'm doing today, because I had total plans to go to Maryland and... You know, do the theater program there and like never look back. And, uh, then, yep. and then COVID happened, and I was like, well, you know, I guess I'll stay and go to tech. So I went to tech for a year and then I started the dance team at Prescott. And I was like, I think I just want to work, you know, and do the dance team. So I started going to school online mm-hmm. through WGU and I did all the dance things. And then I started coaching Livingston um so that's where i'm at right now and i'm actually starting a competitive dance studio Oh, little little plug there if you will
0: (laughs) slip that in there yeah
1: um so i'm graduating in december and everything just worked out how it should
0: i mean listen if you're gonna throw a plug in there i'm gonna (laughs) let you go for a minute here we're gonna big plug you're starting a studio just before we get into like what that's all about, just how difficult is that experience? It's starting a business, yeah, how hard is that
1: um it's it's hard, and I will say that it's hard, considering that I am <laughs> a young female, you know, sure, it's one of those things and but it's a female dominated industry, and you have so many aspects to it, like you know the insurance, the rent the this the that, but it's Super exciting because I know that it's what I was born to do and it's what I love to do. So I'm just like, no matter how hard it gets, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. All
0: right, you you said sort of a key phrase in there, yeah. That again, as somebody who who grew up around dancers and dance, it hits me right in the feels. It's a female dominated industry. Yes. How do we get guys more involved? How do (sighs) we get young men more interested? in dance in dance team in in this whole pantheon mm. of stuff that I will wholeheartedly admit now right here on the radio yeah. uh, in this interview I got pulled into it not of my own choice oh, really? Oh, uh, no, of course God. not. I just was doing it because my sister was doing it. Yeah, and yeah. you know what? Some of the best experiences of my life yeah. made me a better athlete. If I'm honest with you, like I was yeah. a better baseball player because of it. Yeah. Um uh, So how do we get how do we get young men and males more involved?
1: Well, first off, I will say um, the whole thing of like football players should do ballet because of the coordination yeah, it's a fact. that it takes. It's literally a fact. You no, know? that's a fact. Like, it's coordination, technique, everything, but. Um, dance is one of those things where it's for everybody Mm -hmm. but everyone doesn't feel like it's for them yes and uh, i have a little sweatshirt that says everyone can dance but um like literally everyone and everyone should dance because it's just such an intellectual sport and it's as you said, one of the greatest experiences you could have. Yeah, absolutely. And for males, I I actually have a male on my dance team at Livingston, and he is like, this is where I'm meant to be. I love dance so much. But it is hard for him because there's such a stigma around it. Mm -hmm. And if you look at the winning teams at college nationals, they have boys on their team. And they are athletes. Like, I mean, they're going viral for their turns, you know, like Mm -hmm. it's you can do it. And no matter what anyone says, like. It's it's for you. If you think it's for you, it's for you, and if you don't, it's still for you.
0: <laughs> it is still, in fact, for you. Yes. All right. So you also dropped a piece on me, right? You're from Cookville High School. You coach dance at LA, but then you go and tell me that you're choreographing as well for Upperman. Yeah. How in the world do you end up getting involved in Baxter and uh-huh. and what uniquely what makes Upperman and Baxter such a unique experience?
1: So I know the coach of the upperman high school dance team and uh she reached out to me and she was like hey would you ever be interested in doing some choreography for us and i was like yeah yeah i would so i and this was like when i was first starting out so god bless their first routine that i did for them but um, I, right i did a little hip-hop routine for them and they loved it and then the next summer when I actually started doing choreography for real, um, they invited me back and I do their training in the summer and I do their uh, choreography for their routines that are done at halftime.
0: What is Ella Copton's favorite thing to choreograph? Are you a kick oh. girl, a hip-hop girl, palm, jazz? What is what is your favorite thing to choreograph?
1: I think it's going to be palm. Um, I want to say hip-hop, but... I don't know I'm not very good at Mm hip-hop I did I didn't even do hip-hop growing up so like I didn't take any hip-hop classes so my version of hip-hop is like what I did in my (laughs) dance room at home so yeah but hip-hop is so much fun but palm is like where my heart's at I love palm I love all the crazy skills and tricks and the different transitions and the themes oh there's so many themes you can do with palm and it's (laughs) so much fun
0: theme okay now i have themes oh my god what are the the
1: so we're all
0: trying to get involved here and understand what what in the world do you mean by themes
1: so you have this you have a two minute 30 second routine and Mm -hmm. it can be whatever you want so what the industry has done is we've decided to make themes for each dance so you could do a barbie theme and Ah. you could wear pink costumes and have barbie songs you know you could do what's another one that i've seen oh my gosh i saw a monsters inc oh that's incredible palm routine and they had like mike wazowski like on their chest and i was and it was like all glitter so cute um so yeah and they have like military themes or like what we did a routine last year for nationals for prescott and it was like like go girls you know like girl power (laughs) so we got a girl power routine yeah the, the that's what we call themes for for dance
0: Well, Ella, it has been an absolute pleasure. Before I let you go, Coach Mm -hmm. Copton, i got to let you have a minute here to just tell the people, Mm -hmm. why should I be interested in dance? Why should I be supporting it? And if I am a student at one of these middle schools or at one of the high schools, why should I get involved?
1: So dance is an amazing sport that takes a lot of artistry and athleticism to participate in. And that if you want to get involved, there are so many different ways through dance teams, through studios, through online classes or anything like that. And if you think that you want to do it, I would highly suggest to just go out there and do it because you never know what you can do until you try. Um, The community here with dance, the dance industry, everything like it's so accepting and welcoming and you will not regret it.
0: Do you have a name for your studio yet?
1: Yes. Final
0: question. All right. <laughs> what are we What is what is this what it on them? What's yes, the name?
1: The name is UC as in Upper Cumberland mm-hmm. Stars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. UC well, Stars Dance.
0: <laughs> UC Stars Dance LA Dance Team Head Coach. I uh, head coach would you say Prescott, Prescott and all good middle? Just Prescott. Just Prescott. Yes, okay. Yes. So at prescott as well choreographing for uh, all sorts of different teams and routines uh ella copton ella thank you so much uh for taking some uh significant time here i would say and (laughs) and uh, being willing to sit down with me
1: yes thank you for letting me yap